Yo, with Julian on the brown note, back in the studio for the first time in a long, long time, and why the voice should be cancelled. So I'm doing three pieces on this, and they're, um, I just, it's getting a bit sprawling in my head, and they're, they're kind of focusing on different elements. So this one is just about the voice itself. Uh, if you don't know, the voice is the um, a referendum about whether to change the constitution to recognise the first peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders voice, which would be an independent, permanent advisory body um, to give advice to the Australian Parliament and government on matters that affect Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. This is an inherently good thing. The, per the, the entirety of the point of why this is a good thing and it isn't a divisive racial issue is that, to put it broadly, the white man has always made decisions on what's best for Aboriginals. This is saying, let's ask Aboriginals to make decisions on what's best for them. An inherently good thing. Even as far back as um, John Howard's intervention in the sort of mid-noughts, um, one of the most racist acts that's happened in uh, this century in Australia, white people have in general told Aboriginal people how we will look after you. This is them saying, this is how we feel and how it how we would like our lives impacted. That's a great thing. So why would I want it cancelled? I have said at length, I, I didn't want the gay marriage vote to happen because I don't think that it should be up to a popularity contest to decide other in Australians' rights. And the prospect of failure is so devastating. So if we had failed in the gay marriage vote, that would have been so devastating. Because then you've got all gay Australians thinking that more than half the country hates them. Um, these votes on going down to a popularity contest on whether or not someone should have equal rights is is just fraught with so much danger. And I, you know, you vote for a Labour government because you want to increase people's rights, and you vote for a Liberal government because you want the opposite. So we've got a Labour government. Why they can't just pass these things? Obviously, this is constitutional, but. The gay marriage vote was a very simple thing. Do you want gay people to be allowed to get married? The voice has become an irreducibly complex thing because of wild misinformation from the right and terrible campaigning from the left who have failed to define it in the minds of the public. That's where this is really going horribly wrong. And the other thing is... If Malcolm Turnbull hadn't have held the gay marriage vote, he would have lost that election and the country would have been so much better off. But it became like the gay marriage vote passed because everyone, everyone that wanted to hammer the very unpopular Liberal Party regarded it as a de facto vote against the Liberals. So it's, it's now we've got the Labour Party in power in the middle of a cost of living crisis that is mainly from the Liberal Party's economic neoliberalism and years of their impact on housing prices and rent, which is the number one feeder of this economic crisis. If our rents and our mortgages were half as much, and then the cost of living crisis wouldn't be here. Uh, it's the fact that we're already pushed so far to the limit with the cost of mortgages and uh, rent that the disposable income is so small that there's a cost of living crisis if things move 1% in the wrong direction. So it becomes a de facto vote against the Labour Party, which is a very dangerous thing to do. And it's not been defined well enough. So 
Anthony Albanese is a terrible campaigner. I put loads of uh, videos online before the Britney Higgins, Higgins scandal burst, and then there was this year of unending scandal against the Liberal Party, which is still not over. Um, I did a thing offline, if you want to see it, it's on YouTube, on robo-debt and the media's culpability in that. Um, that is just shocking. Um, and I should, maybe I should run it on this show. Um, but the the level, you know, the, the campaigning of Albanese planting this small target against the Liberals didn't work at all. And I use the analogy that he was being danced like a drunk person at a party to election defeat, but then all these scandals stacked up. But he, on his own, was a terrible campaigner. Now we've got the right-wing news media, which is the majority of the news media in this country, lined up. And the thing I did on RoboDebt was about how the Liberal Party colluded with friends in the media, in the Murdoch Press, in 2GB, and on you know the major news networks and shows like Current Affair, to present a view of Australian doll cheats to actually attack the people that had been you know driven to suicide by robo debt, they deliberately planted stories. So these people don't forgive or forget that Labour won the election, and they are going to use it as a stick to hit Labour with. Part of the reason is they actually wanted Labour to win the last election. They couldn't stand Scott Morrison either. No one did. No one liked Scott Morrison. And they realised the country was going to hell in a handbasket. Every now and again, they bring a Labour government in to do a reset. But when they're in, they make sure they use a very big stick to keep them in line. So what they want is a weak as possible Labour government. And this would be a good way of doing it. Plus, they're massive racists. And that's born from empirical evidence over there reporting on Indigenous Australia for years. Um, so the right-wing media is lined up to kick the living hell out of this issue. <coughs> it's also incredibly uncomplex from the no vote. The no vote is, do you want to give Indigenous Australians more rights? No. That's the entirety of the argument. I'll go in on another bit about um, how racists always use specifics so they'll say, well, actually, it's because Australia Day could be cancelled or it's because... Oh, garbage. You wouldn't change your mind if that wasn't true. It isn't true. You haven't changed your mind. None of the reasons being given are valid. And most of them can be shot down in flames as to why the voice and recognition for Indigenous Australians won't actually result in white people in Australia losing a single right. We just won't have extra rights over Indigenous Australians. But it's very easy just to say no. We saw with the Republican vote in the 90s, there was every reason, every valid reason for uh, Australia to become a republic. But the Republicans just said no. And that was it. There was no complexity to their side of the argument. We've got massive splintering on the side of the yes vote, which includes... A lot of Indigenous Australians that don't want to support it because they want to support other things. This is what happened with the referendum. People that supported Australia becoming a republic didn't want to support that particular vote because it didn't represent their particular vision. And that's exactly what's happening with The Voice. So we're going to give months and months and months of the right-wing news media who are pretty anti-Indigenous Australians already to hammer their not racist really rhetoric 
which is going to be terribly traumatic for Indigenous Australians. The populist right are dead in this country. They've been blasted in every election, and, and this entire thing is completely unnecessarily giving them a massive free kick. Anthony Albanese should have spent his first term in office being a, the good man he is and trying to wind back some of this economic unfairness that the Liberals have uh, embedded into this country. Not leading with this because it is giving a massive free kick to the populist right who are dead in the water. Peter Dutton, who is a terrible campaigner as well, as well as being an awful human being, uh, which Anthony Albanese isn't, he's a terrible campaigner and a really good man, he has learned already, I think, to sit it out. So he could have put his head on the chopping block with this by opposing the voice, but he would get all the stick. He would just get called a massive racist. It would all be flowing to him. He's not going to do that. He's going to sit in the background and he's going to let the media do his job for him. So lies will populate this debate and they will... The right have historically never fact-checked anything. So you can throw these lies about what The Voice will actually do out there. And the people that oppose The Voice will pick them up. But it doesn't matter if they're proven wrong. Because they didn't oppose The Voice for those reasons. They just tell you they did. To fail here is just <laughs> such a, an absolute disaster. Is telling Indigenous Australians 50%, more than 50% of the country hates them. So it is, and, and it won't be true that that's true, because we're seeing the populist right lose every election. But if you've got a splintering of a complex issue on one side, that's how it will be perceived if it loses. I'm going to vote yes, because I'm, <laughs> I'm not a massive racist. But look at the, and, and look at the roll call of the people that are opposing the voice. If you want to be sided with those people and not call yourself a racist, I mean, it's a pretty big roll call. I think that Labour should cancel the voice and blame it on the right and say that Australia just isn't grown up, grown up enough to have this conversation and the right-wing media cause a massive firestorm. So what? It's not going to be as traumatic as having in the next three or four months of the right-wing news media doing like things like they did with um, franking credits. They, they know this battlefield so well, and they know how to twist everything. And it's going to be so traumatic for Indigenous Australians to be used as a football here. So blame it on the right. Let the storm happen, because you're diffusing a massive issue that is going to get, maybe you will get across the line, but it's going to be so damaging to win this game. And rethink and maybe if you are going to lead the charge on something like this have somebody that is an actually a good campaigner that can cut through and present a clear vision of what the voice is to the public the majority of the public would support the voice if they knew what it was 